Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive and He's the Son of God and the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Welcome to Wonder in Reality. Humans were born to fellowship with Jesus Christ, with the Father, with the Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. In Psalms it says, On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works will I meditate. That's, that's the Lord Himself. If someone just says yes to Him and chooses Him instead of self, and stay, then they stay with Him, for eternity they will fellowship with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit with the Father. Amen. That's what humans were humans were created to know him and the divine destination is fellowship. Everything about him is an eternal revelation and and glorious and wonderful. Let, let's pray, Lord, I bless those listening, reveal your glory to them. I believe with them for that. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for Oh, you know, revealing yourself to us and this glory, our, our most holy faith. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We acknowledge that you are God and send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields around the world in um, the Far East, Japan, the Philippines, Indonesia, places where the gospel has maybe not as prevalent. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I want to continue to emphasize the presence of Jesus, the glory of the Lord. We all face challenges and and living on the earth, and how do we deal with them? The answer to everything is literally the the presence and the person of Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. Very few believers, followers of Jesus, actually experience His presence and glory. And very few get into the fourth phase of knowing Him. That's the anointing. Just a brief overview of the anointing. The anointing is the presence of Jesus, literally the Lord Himself. And the Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Father. When someone chooses Jesus Christ, they have the anointing in their spirit person. They're saved. Amen. That, that's the greatest miracle. And, and uh, a brief time out, I apologize about my throat. I'm, I know I don't sound great, but please bear with me. My name's Jim. There are four phases of knowing God. And just as it's a person's choice to be saved, it's the same thing with all four phases. And that's, a, that's an eternal mystery because we're made in God's image. But when someone is in the born-again phase, the first phase, they have the anointing in their spirit person. Amen. That's, that's in, I believe, 1 John. And then... It's safe to say 90% or more of believers stay in the born-again phase.
and and that's well so a key is that third birth born of the holy spirit amen okay this week i am the the general theme the 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 overall series continues called the glory of the lord that's the this series could go on forever the glory of the lord this week i'm uh, speaking some about the fourth gospel the theme of the fourth gospel that jesus is the son of god and the lord god almighty amen and it's in the gospel of john that he reveals the four phases of knowing god a brief review of two main points from yesterday number one and i know this sounds simple but jesus the son of god means that he has this glorious relationship with his father and that and jesus speaks about that so often um in the gospel in the gospel of john as, as i mentioned in the bread of life passage he speaks about his holy relationship with his father ten times and so this is how we become a son and daughter of of god almighty because jesus is the son of god anyone who knows jesus is is in they're a son or or daughter of the most high god and they are doing what they were created to do and now all because of what Jesus has done and because of who He is. Like, He's forever the Son of God. And yet also the Lord God Almighty. Second point. I want to say this in as short a time as possible. I, I, um, I should have said this point um, in the following way yesterday. A person on the earth can be a son and a father. And other things too. They can be a grandfather. They can be an uncle, a friend, they, um, and other things as well. A woman can be a daughter and a mother. Okay, this is because we're made in God's image. God created And I mean, literally, this is a holy, sacred revelation, but God created the institution, you might say, or the glorious mystery of a father and a son, a mother and a daughter. This and this is related, you know, Jesus, the son of God and his father. This is so glorious. That's why humans can do what we do. A human can be a, a man a, can be a a son and a father. Well, which one are they? They're both, and so that's the same thing with Jesus Christ. He's the Son of God and the Lord God Almighty. Amen. And, and I say this with great reverence, but when we look at a human being, again, let's think about that. A, let's let's say a. a a man is he's a son right he has a father then if he has a son well he's a father also well which one is he 
He's both and even more than that. As I mentioned, humans can be other things. And that's why Jesus Christ is so many, there's so many wonderful revelations of Him. The four themes of the Gospels are all eternal revelations of Jesus Christ. I mean, so incredible and awesome. Sometimes we discount these things, you know, that Jesus is the King in Matthew. He's the Son of Man in Mark. He's the uh, Savior, the Redeemer in Luke. And then He's the Son of God. These four are all etern- excuse me, eternally important for a human being. For us as believers. Every one of them is, is so... Uh, important and significant and wonderful beyond our comprehension for all eternity we will be in awe of all four of these revelations and really every revelation of Jesus I mean we could just focus on one that this that he's the son of God that that he's the very fullness of the Godhead you know, he's the he uh, the Holy Spirit is the great revealer of Jesus Christ. And there's so many aspects that we can f- focus on, and so many are revealed in in the Gospel of John. To think that he's both the Son of God and the Lord God Almighty. I mean, let's just, Let's step back. Let's take a time out. Think about when we have Jesus Christ, okay? Yes, He's the Son of God. He's the Savior. He's the Lord God Almighty. You know, this is why we are... Um, we have the victory. Reinhard Bonnke said we're condemned to victory. We, we have... Um, if God's for us, who can be against us? Against us, we could say, well, if God is within us and all around us, I mean, we this is glorious, and the Holy Spirit, again, He empowers us, helps us, comforts us. He's the Comforter, the Helper. Um, the Gospel of John is so vast, and that's in the Gospel of John, Jesus revealed the Helper. The Comforter, he spoke about the Helper four times. Someone may may say, you know, why is why is he saying a lot of the same things? And um, okay, here's a brief answer: We as humans do need new things. We do. That that's a study was done, and we. We need like six things. One of them is new experiences. New, Well, really, what we need as human beings is a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. That's what, really, that's what we need. And here's the irony, the tragedy. 98, 98% of the world would actually likely disagree with that. 70% of the world would not even uh, understand that. They're not saved. 
They can't understand the things of God. 90% of believers don't really understand that. I, I mean, I know personally believers who, if you told them that, they would just, they wouldn't even understand why they haven't been born of the Holy Spirit. What we, we as humans miss it. I mean, I could l- probably list 40 or 50 ways that we as humans completely miss it in so many ways. I want to hone in on this glorious truth and and revelation that humans were literally born to fellowship with the wonderful, glorious Jesus Christ who is alive and His, His presence in glory on the 1 to 10 scale is infinity. Okay? I want to continue to proclaim that. Continue to say that. Literally, you know, the answer, of course, is Jesus. For every person. It starts with salvation. But in every phase of knowing God, it's Jesus. Continue... Second phase, born of the Holy Spirit, who's the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Third phase, baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's baptized with the glorious um, presence of Jesus Christ, His glory and majesty beyond words, beyond comprehension. Um we have been so ingrained with dead religion and and our old nature and our our ways of you know the holy spirit can deliver us from those things and can jesus can set us free amen the fourth phase the anointing that's fellowship with jesus right there I'm glad I'm I'm continuing to say this and I want to just repeat it and repeat it again and again. I know that I've been presenting extremes and I don't I don't like going to extremes. I remember someone that I knew and he would always say these really opposite things. But but the gospel there are the, the greatest, most infinite extremes which are so wonderful for us to think that that God would come to earth as a man, Jesus Christ, that He would live like us, die, rise from the dead, ascend to heaven, and now the Holy Spirit, we literally, He's, God has offered His glory and majesty to every person for eternity. For eternity. Okay, here's possibly the greatest extreme. I don't have a drum roll, but the greatest extreme for human beings that, that could very well be. And it's a tragedy. The only true God and Jesus Christ offer themselves fully his glory and majesty and everything about him offers himself to every person for eternity 
And all they have to do is believe in Him, say yes to Him, continue on with Him. Now there's more also. But to keep it simple, they will never die. They will live for eternity in glory. A place that's so wonderful, every person who's been there says it's beyond words. And that's literally the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And yet, if someone chooses self, they'll spend eternity in hell. Eternity. And there's no way out for all eternity. And to think that 70% of the world is not saved. That's a that's actually a statistic. Someone could disagree with that and say, well, again, as Tony Evans wrote, wrote he said if the Bible says it, your opinion doesn't matter. The, what okay, the one thing I want to hone in on is the Bible reveals only those who are written in the book of life will, will be in heaven. Anyone who's not in the book of life will spend eternity actually in the lake of fire because hell is thrown into the lake of fire. Do you realize how this is this is just it's it's there's an explanation though. And let me say this if unbelievers heard this, they would completely disagree. They would mock me, make fun of me, say that's just so ridiculous. They would come up with every objection that there is. Reinhard Bonnke was very, very, um, spoke strongly about and negatively about people who object and fire. He said they fire all these objections at God and they. And he said, he said, literally, we cannot cross-question the Almighty God. I mean, and, and they would disagree with, with what I've said. They would completely... And yet, again, let me go back to all a person has to do is believe in Him. God Almighty and Jesus Christ believe in every person. I saw a billboard once. It said, you say you don't believe in God. He believes in you. I mean, it's, it's so simple, so wonderful, and His presence in glory. Another irony. Again, I said it earlier, but to think that 90% or more, probably 95% or more of people on earth don't even understand His glory and that we were born to fellowship with Him. I mean, how humans, I know I'm kind of getting, I want to just continue to proclaim these things, but also build hunger in anyone, anyone who will listen, anyone who will listen. Um, okay, moving on, I want to try to finish with one main point. This glorious revelation of Jesus Christ and that He is the Lord God Almighty. And if we want to know what God is like, just look at Jesus Christ. From And, and in the Bible, even from Genesis all the way to Revelation, we see the same 
merciful, gracious, giving, patient, long-suffering, um, good God. But there's the enemy has deceived the whole world into thinking that there's a difference between God and Jesus Christ. I mean, another way that we miss it, but let me give examples just quickly, an overview, which the first person, they were, the, was he was in God's glory and majesty and presence. God gave him that and many, many other things. Right after man fell, what did God do? The first thing was he clothed them with coats of skins. He slew an animal, shed its blood, clothed them with skins, and had, God had a plan all along for salvation. God was reaching out to man, even though man chose self. Now, let's go to this another story that's somewhat difficult. Noah and the flood. Okay? Unbelievers would cite this as an example that would try to they might try to refute what I'm the point I'm making. During those hundred years or so, I'm, uh, uh, you know, Noah was building the ark. Anyone who repented could have been saved. I mean, I, I, I'm not an expert on that. But again, humans had chosen self instead of God. And what actually technically was going on is that the seed of Jesus Christ had been corrupted. And only one person and family still carried the seed of Jesus Christ, Noah. Now, also, people were, had done, you know, were in sin, right? But it's really, that, that's the heart. That changes the way we see things. That, that the whole Old Testament is all about the seed and the lineage of Jesus Christ leading to the wonderful, glorious Savior. You know, and that's why there's more than 350 prophecies of the coming Messiah. Amen. And so, um, we, we see, okay, Moses, another kind of broad story, you know, Moses and the Israelites getting delivered from Egypt. Um, that's prophetic and there's so much there of course about Jesus Christ, but also about how we as believers get delivered and God rescues us from sin and death and hell. Okay, that's an overview, but even like in Exodus 12, there's like as many as 20 or 30 specific prophecies about Jesus Christ and the Passover and and it's really wonderful. You know, it's the key, the Holy Spirit, when He's so wonderful, you know, before without being born of the Spirit, you know, someone can study the Bible and see all these things, but they're just studying and that it's about this glorious relationship and amen. Okay. Let's go to the life of Jesus Christ, the man. We know what happened. This wonderful Savior the Messiah, and yet men rejected Him. The leaders greatly opposed Him and rejected Him. The public had Him crucified. They didn't realize or believe that He was the Messiah. You know, again, this pattern, I mean, that's, that's 
really beyond words to think that God would give His Son and yet man rejects His very beloved Son. It's just, that's, that's okay, now let's go to today. Well, it's generally the same thing. Humans generally choose self instead of God. We as believers, we also miss it as well. I presented these things just to try to present an overview. Jesus Christ, God Almighty, offers a celebration for eternity. I'm going to get to the heart of this, the essence. Okay, I know I'm talking about you know major truths and so forth, but it's so important for us to understand the humans were created to know God. That's the chief end of man. Literally, eternal life is knowing Him. Nothing else. That's what Jesus specifically said that. He said, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. So wonderful, glorious. If somebody wants to have pleasure and fun and excitement and all the things we as humans need, well, the presence of Jesus offers all of that fully beyond, I mean, just His glory is beyond words. The purpose of life, the reason for living, Reinhard Bonnke spoke about that, is to know the only true God, Jesus Christ, to serve Him, walk with Him in this glorious, um, uh, eternal relationship. We were made for relationship. Every person on the earth, everyone would generally agree with that, hopefully. We were made for relationship. God made us that way. The first relationship with Him. Other relationships with humans. And we need to be in good standing with, a, with all humans. And if we do that, we're set. We're, and, and we might say the purpose of, of life and reason for living is to celebrate Jesus Christ. Celebration. There's another deception is, is that we thought it was, well... We see so much dead religion, but really, it's this. Let, let's. I want to use that phrase: this glorious eternal relationship, and that's the central thing. If someone has that relationship, they'll make it to heaven. Okay, if if somebody does not, they miss heaven. They end up in hell. And Jesus revealed in one of the last things He said that's in the Gospel of John, He said, unless a grain of wheat, that's a seed, falls into the ground and dies, it lives alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He was mainly speaking about His passion and sacrifice and death. But it's also the same for us in the spirit realm. If we lose our old nature and die and give our life to Him. Amen. We get, I mean, it's, we get the greatest 
thing ever. So thank you for listening. I know I've, I'm really focusing on some main points, but I think it's so important. Lord, bless the vis, uh, listeners of this podcast and followers, visitors to our websites in China, Indonesia, Tokyo, Bangladesh, Singapore, Seoul, South Korea, um, let's see, Algeria, Guelma, Algeria, Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania, Ukraine, Odessa, Ukraine, and another city in Europe, Germany, France, the Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, in the U.S., New York City, New Jersey, moving west in Indiana, Kansas, Oklahoma, Iowa, Chicago, several cities in California, a lot of cities. Um, I did, we put up a new website yesterday. Please vit, um, check out our the list of our primary websites is on the homepage of wonderreality.org. And um, so there's, uh, we're, we're wanting to do some videos. So please help us. We need your partnership, prayers, and financial support. Thank you very much for listening. Blessings.